So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 42, when to commit. And also, kind of on the back of that is how do we know when to commit to ending something or leaving? Now, one of my early relationships, I remember the moment when I knew by hearing my, my deep inner voice that it was, it was over, it was time to leave. I think by talking about this and then sharing how I knew when it was time to to commit and go into something, you'll, you'll see what I mean. We were away on a camping trip. And one of the mornings I woke up and could hear kind of the sounds of birds outside and also her moving around outside the tent, just beginning to get the campfire ready. And I saw her through the, the tent flap, getting some things arranged and I was preparing to get up. And for the first time ever, I had a feeling I had a feeling because we'd been together a while and had been kind of working through how to really make it work, how to be close, how to both be really fulfilled. And in that moment, as I watched her, the thing I was most afraid of wasn't breaking up. It was ending up with her. It was imagining having to spend the rest of my life with that person. And in that instant, I absolutely knew it was over and I had to end things. That deep certainty is sometimes difficult to listen to. In that case, some other life events that were going on put her through such an emotional roller coaster that I was trying to be compassionate and I delayed breaking up. And it got increasingly difficult and awkward until I finally had to and did. And it was the right thing to do. But similarly, when I had to make the decision, not even had to, it's when you just already know the decision's already been made by some higher power or intuition or emotional part of you. That moment when there were all of these other potential women I could have tried to date or kept dating. So what was it that made me feel like I wanted to commit to exclusivity with Anna. Well, it was a couple of things. Part of it, frankly, was that she was worth it and knew she was worth it. She wasn't about to invest her time or emotion with me. If I wasn't all in, if I still wanted to date other people or continue even having some exes as friends, that wasn't going to fly. She knew it could be a very serious relationship and I could see that she was very different than the other people I dated. But that didn't mean that the moment I knew this was the person to go deeper with, to explore commitment with, that didn't mean that I immediately leaned into it. So many clients have the same experience of getting 
afraid when we get right to the edge of someone who really could be serious. Sometimes it's easier to be with the people that we're not going to feel deeply in love with or fully committed to because we might be afraid that the relationship could fail. What if I get hurt? What if my heart gets broken? What if I get rejected? Sometimes the way you know it's time to commit and go deeper is it kind of catches your breath a little. You feel pulled towards it and then a little bit scared and resistant to it. You realize, oh my God, this is going to be more and deeper and bigger than something light and casual, maybe more than we thought it was going to be. But beginning to explore that, that feeling of kind of contracting slightly against our instinct that's telling us, yes, we're feeling pulled and drawn into it, tells us that we're on the cusp, on the, the doorstep, the edge of something big. Now, if you're in a healthy emotional place and you've been doing the, the kind of work we talk about, then you should be hearing good, healthy intuitions around that. But if you have any unhealed wounds, this is where people become very unclear, full of self-doubt and can't tell. They're always debating, should I break it off with him? Is this the right person? Should we see each other again? What, hesitation to go deeper. Self-doubt and debating back and forth and back and forth comes from those unhealed wounds. When that fear is so strong that it can change your mind. In fact, fear kind of rules and owns your mind. So one moment you might be in your heart and soul and feeling like, yes, this feels right. I want to, to go deeper into this. And then the next moment your mind will come in with some fear-based thoughts and talk. What if this, what if that? That's what was happening with Anna when she met me. Remember, it took three months for me to get a date with the woman who asked for my number and wanted to go on a date with me because she said she felt that it was going to be something bigger, deeper. And there's a little bit of fear. It's like diving off a diving board into a pool. There's a, oh, am I really ready for this moment? And that's where so much of the inner wound and inner environments healing work in the framework is so important. But if we can heed the call of that instinct, it's an organic thing. This isn't a once you've seen somebody for three months or after 15 dates, you should be exclusive. Now we're officially boyfriend and girlfriend. There's no magic demarcation line for exactly when the moment is meant to be that you must move in together. There is a feeling and a voice of knowing that will come to you when you're healthy and you're not living in your head. But if you're trying to manage it all, plan it all, then you're just trying to create certainty. That feels very safe to those of us who have protected our hearts through our heads. But it's not following your heart's guidance. So how do you know when to be exclusive, when to commit? Your heart tells you you feel drawn and it doesn't feel unhealthy. It might scare you because you may not trust yourself. Will I still be able to be independent enough and meet my own needs? Will I lose my voice in this relationship? Will I really set boundaries or will I say nothing if it seems like he's starting to wander and look around at other women? Will I admit to myself if I see those red flags, deal with them 
Do I trust myself to end it if I really need to, to take care of myself? Am I really speaking up fully for what's true now? Or am I already cognitively distorting? Meaning just so in need of what I want through this person. So hopeful of getting it because I don't feel content enough in my own nine environments that I create massive blind spots. So I could be getting into something unhealthy. Without that inner health, without those three inner environments and the three outer environments and the skills in those three people environments, there's always that chance that you're driving straight into a blind spot. And that's where we can get doubtful, not trust ourselves, not really want to plunge into the pool of commitment and exclusivity. But if you're feeling that pull, there's probably something to it. Your heart knows and probably for your spiritual growth. You know, on the other side of it, feeling that moment of certainty and acceptance, it's kind of a one step, two step. First, there's a certainty perhaps of an ending or a leaving, or this isn't right for me anymore, or we aren't right. When to let go of commitment, when to change a relationship and release it. That first part is that recognition, the feeling, the knowing, the me looking through the tent flap, or like my client, Lisa, who at a certain point, finally the kids were out of the house and her and her husband of a long time had a weekend together. And she just did not feel the attraction, the chemistry. And part of that they could have worked on and tried to get back. But she also realized their values were no longer aligned, his priorities and hers, who they wanted to be as people. They wouldn't have fallen in love today. She knew that what it once was, was gone. And in a way that wasn't coming back. But that second part of the two-step is accepting that. See, she had spent five years after that, at first trying to make it work by trying to talk herself into saying it was good enough, but really living a black and white, lifeless kind of life. No passion, no fun, no joy, no romance. Just partners raising kids. And then the other aspect of Finally accepting it had to come when things just got so bad that she she just couldn't really take great care of herself. She was in a low-grade depression. That was when she came to me. She said, my health is starting to suffer now too. After a while, we all get fed up when we're tolerating and tolerating and settling. So what does your heart and soul already know? about the person you've met and are considering committing to? What does your heart and soul already know about the person you're with? Or if you're single and haven't met that person, is it possible that you have some healing work to do? Because without it, you don't want to even risk getting up on the diving board. You don't want to find someone, date someone, and then what? What if I actually start to fall for him? If you have unhealed wounds, you will avoid even putting yourself in the situation of falling in love and committing or having someone commit to you. You'll put up a wall or avoid it because that is preferable to your subconscious instead of considering maybe being hurt again. In my case, it worked out great because I did the healing work. I went into what I knew felt right for me, even though I was afraid. And I did healing work on my fear of rejection, of heartbreak, of not being good enough. It's 
part of why I want to share the framework with you that worked for me and that I had to work through. And it also worked for my client who was able to lovingly release that relationship and make herself available first to self-care and falling in love with herself again. Learning how to speak up for her needs so she didn't lose herself or really give herself away in relationships. So she continued to exist when she was with a partner so that there was still room for needs and chemistry and polarity. So check in with yourself today because that's today's secret. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.